I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my teen business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Happy Wednesday, Rockstar Nation! Boy, we got a great, exciting show today. I got the CEO of Keller Williams, Mr. Chris Heller, is coming on. Before we get to that, just want to read some uh, new reviews, man. You guys are cranking out these reviews. Thank you. I put out a uh, notice to the universe to you guys that my goal this this year, by the end of this year, I want to have 200 reviews because, you know, some of my competitors, some other people out there, some other podcasts out there, you know, are like 500 reviews. And the more reviews that I get and the more you, of you guys that actually subscribe, that's an important thing, subscribe. The more people that subscribe, the easier it is for me to get like guests like Chris Heller Barbara Corcoran, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, some of these big name guests that uh, really appreciate it. And I'm very picky, dude. I get I get people that, that try to get on this show that um, are weak and we've reached a point where we're just like, no, we, we just can't. You can't do that to our audience. So thank you for these reviews and keep them coming. Help me get to 200. I'm at 145 as of today. Here I got a five star and it says five star life from your home state. Hi, Pat. I love your show and I love your book and I love how you dig into the details for those of us who aren't real estate pros. I have the utmost respect for you as a person and businessman and see you as a role model mentor. I highly recommend the show and your book for anyone looking to level up in life. You inspire me to aim for the stars and aim for financial freedom. Hope to meet you one of these days when you are in Maryland. Laura Fowler. Thanks, Laura. New agent from Corcoran, Texas. Pat, your podcast has been essential in the road to me becoming an agent here in Texas. The success stories you bring to the table have been the linchpin that have kept me motivated and focused. Keep focused, baby. I know continuing to listen to and act on the sound advice of you and your guests will inevitably lead to massive success. Thank you so much for your immeasurable contribution to the real estate community. Keep them coming. William Corcoran. You got it, William. Here's one from Brandon Nelson. Five stars. The number one most applicable real estate podcast. Pat has done it. He has been there. He knows what to ask, when and where to go deep with a guest and how to subtly but effectively call boop, boop. Pat's questions and guest answers have shaped some huge positive changes and strategies in my business. 
Pat, what is your LTI? Yes, what is my LTI? Well, since I ask it for other people, I better answer it myself or I'd be a false prophet. My LTI last year was 247000 and I invested it in uh, one syndicated apartment building. I invested it in some note. I invested in some uh, in a debt fund with David Osborne, some of it, uh, uh, which he'll talk about coming up on his episode next Wednesday, guys. Don't miss that. And I invested in another note, another note that was loaning, uh, loaned some money to a bunch of lawyers who are borrowing money to run advertisements. So there's some things that I invest in that uh, might not be normal, but that, that pay high percentage rates and are small loans. Uh, you know, that one was 50000 for instance. So that's where money, my money went in the last, say, 12 months or so. I didn't buy any single-family real estate property last year. So, Brandon, thanks for calling me out. Now, let me get back. Jeez, that was rough. Let me get back to your comment here. It says, you know, actually, I didn't even have to answer that. I just misread it, but whatever. I answered it for you guys. I don't mind. It says, Pat's, what's your LTI question alone is directly responsible for my last two rental acquisitions. <laughs> so, so... So, hey, you know, this is not live, but I'm not going to cut that out. You know, Pat, I thought it said, Pat, what's your LTI? Anyways, uh, Pat, keep doing what you're doing, sir. You have an army of raving fans, and I'm proud to be one of them, Brandon Nelson. And by the way, Brandon was an incredible guest, and he is one of the most organically downloaded podcasts in the last probably two years and by that i mean you know people passing it around we can see where the downloads are coming from and his episode is so good that you know he's not like a famous person he is in his town but it was passed around so many times and has gotten a ton of downloads if you haven't heard it 452 basically talks about a lot of things the great retrace that he does on on all of his uh clients and referrals and just just a just an excellent down-to-earth interview and then i got uh, saber tooth typer <laughs> i've been listening to pat's podcast for years it is loaded with content pat does not allow his guests to speak in vague terms he gets them to speak in specifics and gets to the bottom of exactly what they are trying to say can't say enough good things excellent five stars and then the last one is the tim ferris of real estate from rawhead 1911 pat Thanks for all your awesome material you put out. Great show. I consider you the Tim Ferriss of real estate. Keep up the good work. Rawhide. All right, guys. Let's get on to some Chris Heller here, man. This is good stuff. Don't forget Friday we got Jen Duplessis and want to know what the Trump effect is on all things mortgages that she is predicting in 2017. You need to know now and in the future to... Uh, be smart in front of your buyers. The Matt Curtis on Monday, sell a house, build a house. Dude is building houses in Nicaragua and selling a ton of real estate in Alabama. Number one Zillow agent in Alabama with reviews. And then, of course, David Osborne, author of Wealth Can't Wait on Wednesday, is going to show you how exactly, step by step, he went from being broke to $50 million in net worth. Don't miss that one. Wednesday. 
Let's get on with Chris. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Man, I have a great guest here who I've been trying to get on the show for quite some time and it's finally taken time out of his busy, busy schedule to jump on the call and answer your questions and mine about many things real estate. So without further ado, Chris Heller, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat. Glad to be here. Hey, buddy. Why don't you give a little biography on yourself so everybody knows who you are and get to know you a little bit better. All right. How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> to the day you were born. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> July 3rd, 1962. I got my license uh, while I was in college. I was a sophomore in college in 1983 in San Diego. And uh, got talked into getting into residential real estate in uh, the end of 1988. And for the next 16 years, grew to one of the top 10 agents in the U.S. for Prudential, Cal, uh, for Prudential, um, which is now uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And then in 2004, I uh, learned about Keller Williams and, and joined Keller Williams, and have been obviously with KW ever since. Uh, in 2006, I launched a, a market center in San Diego. And uh, and that's uh, a, a, a great a great company that's doing well. Uh, in 2008, I was approached and asked if I'd be interested in helping Keller Williams expand outside of North America because we were the only major uh, franchise company that had not done that yet. And 2010, we made that official, and then by 2012, we had launched into our first country and. We're now in over 20 countries and, and growing every year. Uh, in January of 2015, John Davis and myself took over the, the leadership roles of, of Keller Williams. And that brings you up to date. Wow. I mean, that's a meteoric rise. I mean, you've done a lot. Even in the last 10 years, right? You've gone from um, really 12 years, you, you've gone from, you know, being a prudential agent to being the CEO of the you know largest real estate company. Um, actually, and John and I are, are co-CEOs. Um, Co-CEO is that how it works? So, yeah, it's it's. I guess you know I look at it going. Okay, I've been doing this for 30, 30, uh, three years, thirty four years. So um, it's <laughs> on one hand, it seems like <laughs> yeah. You know, but I could see, I could see looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, it does look that. I mean, by when I joined Keller Williams in '04, as I mentioned, I'd already had a, you know, a, a successful real estate business and team, and Keller Williams helped me um, sort of take that to another level. By 2009, I was the the number one KW agent, and uh, and my team still exists, by the way, and and still selling in San Diego. So you know, their goal is to sell 200 plus transactions this year and, and, and they, they are doing a great job there. So yeah, it's, it, it certainly wasn't planned. You know, it, it wasn't like a, people have asked me, was this your big plan? And the answer is no. I've always taken the approach, you know, if I, if I do a great job, 
and do the right thing, opportunities will will show up. And uh, and I'm fortunate enough to be in an environment, and and by that, by I mean in a company where that where that's that happens. Yeah, well, well, it sure has, and it's um it's amazing to watch. I commend you on this. Um, so talk about your uh, team. You know, I know it's run by Monica Reynolds, and um, uh, it seems like that was a dynamite choice for you. What, what, um, how much are you involved in in the team? You know, there's so we we meet once a week, uh, usually, you know, telephonically, and I get updates. You know, obviously, I view the review the numbers, um, get the weekly reports and the monthly P and Ls. Uh, I'm not involved in in the transactions. I, you know, I'm here for support and brainstorming, and, and sometimes I learn of ideas from great agents, and I share them with the team, to, you know, for them to consider or to implement. Um, but it's it's really as a business owner mm-hmm. is yeah. probably the best way to classify my involvement. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you pay her? Uh, Monica gets paid a a salary, and then she has a a bonus structure. Actually, there's four key people on the team, and they all get a, a a bonus of the profits over a certain dollar amount. Hmm. So you actually didn't sell the team at all uh, in any sense, right? That you still own 100% of it, and then you're just incentivizing people like a like a corporation. Correct. That's correct. Oh wow, that's great, and uh, that's super. Okay, so talk to me about the the rise internationally. You know, you've gone from zero to 20 countries with Keller Williams. What are the challenges you've had uh, doing that? Oh, that we, I think we could take the rest of our time together. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, early on, it was just figuring out how to do that, right? No one, including myself, you know, had any understanding of, of what it would take. I started doing a lot of research. So there, between 2008, 2010, I knew it was going to be happening. So that gave me time to, to learn about international real estate and and basically what I did was I just did a lot of research and and talked to a lot of agents and brokers in other countries and found out to find out um, and, and I mostly concentrate on uh, franchise companies and to find out a couple things number one why did they you know become part of the franchise uh, what did they like what were they getting what 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 didn't they like what weren't they getting I also took that as an opportunity to to look for prospects. So I I always would try to find out who the influential people were in the industry in their in their city or their country or their region. Um, and what that research did was it it gave me some clarity on you know what the value proposition would need to be, and it started to get exciting because what people were looking for was is really who we are as a company. So. You know, this, the, the training and education, the systems and models, those were the things that were missing. Um, and so I knew that that confirmed that there was a, a great opportunity for us. Uh, the next thing we had to do is figure out how to do it. You know, there's, there's the legal issues, there's the financial issues, there's the cultural issues, there's the, uh, the fact that real estate's done differently in every country. So I knew that we needed to have a, uh, a document that would allow us to go into other countries. And so we searched around to find the right international law firm, interviewed several, selected one, 
and then told them what we wanted to do and said, how do I do it? And um, <laughs> so they sent me several pages of questions that, well, let's start with this. If you can start to answer some of these questions, well, then we can start to craft what a license agreement would look like. So through that process and then taking our, our license agreement we use for our franchise in North America, we, um, we, we created a, a document that would allow us to award a master license agreement in another country for someone to develop Keller Williams. And the, like I said, the first one was in 2012, and um, the last two years we've had added about five or six each of those years, and uh, and I suspect we'll probably continue on that pace for quite a while. Now, are you involved in that now, or has someone else taken over the reins of that? So when I was asked to step into the role I'm in now, I knew I had to do the same thing that I did when I stepped out of my team, was mm. to replace myself with someone as as good or better yes and so i started looking for that person ahead of time and um and 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 found him and and i don't know we talked for i don't know six or seven months uh, and and then finally brought him in so he's uh taken over i was the president of keller and worldwide and now that's his title and role who is that his name is bill Soderoff. Okay, great. And what country is would you say is doing the best? Actually, our, our number one country right now outside North um, North America is Portugal. Portugal. So why is that? <laughs> you know, it's, it's obviously it's a small country, um, and um, and you'd say, okay, well, why is it one of the smallest countries you're in doing one of the you know doing better than the others? We got into business with great leaders. And and they're just nailing it, and 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 doing a great job. Now there's a couple other countries that are right behind them: uh, Mexico, South Africa, uh, and then Turkey. I put them in that order. And they um, and just like our our market centers in North America, just like our regions in North America, you know, the ones with the best leadership are the ones that that do the best. And so when we get into business with the right people. Uh, we know our systems and models work. We know our training and education is effective. It's just having the right leaders that can pull it all together. Absolutely. And now the profit share is different internationally than it is uh, on the national level. Can you can you get into that a little bit, how that is? Yeah. So in North America, we are a profit-sharing company, and um, the profits from our, our different offices that we call market centers are – Go into the profit share pool that gets paid out to agents. Um, last year, over 150 million dollars. The we had to structure a little differently internationally because, uh, see, in the U.S. we can grow large market centers. I mean, we can, you know, my market center in San Diego has 475 agents. We have market centers with twice that uh, in our in our network. Uh, internationally, traditionally, a real estate office in, in many countries, if you take Europe, for example, the average size of a, a real estate office in Europe is, you know, two and a half agents. Uh, <laughs> so when you have a, whether it's, you know, two or three agents or 20 agents, um, taking half of the uh, profits to go into a profit share pool isn't, isn't feasible. Um, so we developed a, a variation and we call it growth share. And, and basically what we do is we take part of the royalty from the region and uh, that's what funds the, the growth share pool. Right. So instead of paying, say, a 6% uh, 
royalty, they pay a higher royalty, right? And then that royalty that they pay off of every commit, what is it, 8%? It, it varies. Um, typically, it, it's 8 to 10. You know, some countries, it's it's higher than others. So every, con- every country is different. So let's say it's 9%, and then you take where normally here in the United States, you would take, you know, 3% would go to the region and 3% would go to international. There you break it up three ways, right? Some goes to the region, some goes international, some goes back to a pool that pays the agent for referring in other agents. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, so there's the, on, on, again, international time on growth share. So there's, you know, the portion of it that goes to the gross share approval that um, gets paid out to the agents who help the company grow. Yep. Anyone influence someone else to join the company, regardless of where they're at, regardless of, you know, cross borders. Um, so as a Keller Williams agent, if I put on my agent hat, I, I get gross share payments from some countries where I've, where I've influenced someone to join Keller Williams and I get profit share payments from uh, you know, different parts of the U.S. where I, I, I or someone I know or someone I influenced influenced someone to join Keller Williams. Absolutely. So have you personally built a, a profit share line uh, internationally? Yes, I have. Um, and it's and and I would and I and if there's any Keller Williams agents listening, I would uh, encourage them all to take advantage of that because it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Are you making more uh, in the states? When you're downline, or are you making more internationally in your downline? Well, so it's still more in the states, but I was surprised when I got my 1099 recently to see that um, that how much of it was from from Grocer, um, a bigger percentage than I anticipated. So, and it hasn't, and Grocer hasn't been around that long. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I think there's great opportunity, great potential. So talk to me about you know where you see the company. Keller Williams going in the future. I mean, there was there's been an incredible rise as as you've witnessed and been part of, uh, both nationally and internationally. And then you know Mark Willis stepped down. You and John Davis took over Mark Willis's position. Now you have setting. Now you're setting higher goals. What do you, what do, what are your five and ten year goals for the company? Well, so we 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 believe. I mean, John and I talk about it a lot. We believe that. There's lots of potential that we've, in many cases, we've just begun. Um, so there's, from a growth standpoint, there's still a lot of upside on the size of the Keller Williams will grow to. Um, on a productivity, from a productivity perspective, with uh, the some of the initiatives that John's created and some of the technology that we're working on, we believe that there's a lot of upside there. So. The, we couldn't be more excited about the future and, and where we're headed. So you're saying there's probably more growth in a productivity per agent than there is in the expansion of additional offices into smaller territories that previously were considered too small for a Keller Williams office to profit in. Um, no, I don't think, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we believe that there's, there's, uh, potential both sides. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we think that, look at the number of market centers that we're adding each year, uh, starting about three years ago, has gone up dramatically. You know, we added over 30 last year. The, 
there'll be more than that this year. So, and I'm talking about in in North America, right? And some of it, I guess, has taken over other uh, companies uh, that exist that are smaller. Do you, are are you seeing a lot of mergers now? Um, not a lot. They they happen fairly regular, but but that's really not how. Um, that's really not how we we grow. Uh, more, it's much more organic. Yes, it's much more with the launching of, of new market centers. So, like, what specific goals would you say exist? Well, so um, for the uh, for 2018, um, excuse me, for 2017, our, our goal is to add 20,000 more Keller Williams agents in North America. Okay, and then total would be uh, that would put us. Um, that would put us at about 170, 170,000. Yeah, that is sweet. And then internationally, what's your goal? Uh, the I think this year, I want to say it was either a thousand or fifteen hundred additional international agents this year. But we're seeing that that ramp up as because we're launching a lot of new regions. So they obviously there's it's slow at first, and then right, yeah. and tries to pick up pick up speed. So let me shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, I'm staring at a picture of you on Skype, right? You're looking, you know, about 30 years old, and you've tra- <laughs> you've transformed yourself physically. Uh, tell us how you did that. Um, I, I wasn't aware that I had. So I've always, um, you know, I've always exercised. I've always uh, eat well. I mean, from like from right after high school on, um, I. Um, I, I mean, I remember even high, in high school shopping at a health food store, and I was probably the only kid in my school that was doing that. You know, and I, I've always had the belief of, of strong body, strong mind. So, um, and mindset is such a big part of what we do and how we accomplish things. So I've tried to give myself every edge I can, and um, that is, you know, why I you know, exercise daily and, and, and mindful about what I put in my body. At Rebus University, we take the pain points out of selling real estate. Have you ever said out loud or in your mind, there are just no good leads or there's just no leads? Never again. That is exactly why we created 101 free ways to create real estate leads with real estate industry icon chad goldwasser lost a listing to another agent never again the certified listing agent course goes through step by step how eight of the world's top agents close 90 some percent of every listing appointment they go on Industry icons like Buddy Blake and Marty Hampton have encouraged their entire team to take this course. And after they took it themselves, we gave them discounts for all their team members. And we'll give you that same exact discount if you go to rebusuniversity.com. Had a listing expire and another agent take it over and then drop the price drastically and it sold right away? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Certified Price Reduction course. We've had several agents take that and get immediate price reductions. All of the reviews that we've gotten on rebusuniversity.com, by the way, have all been five stars. 
Our other flagship product, the Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn out of Omaha, Nebraska, has been selling off the shelves. Everybody wants to know what happens when you peel back the curtain of the Omaha's elite real estate team's inside business. Jeff and I sit down and talk about the nitty gritty of where every dollar that he makes comes from and where every dollar that he spends goes out. It's an incredible, candid, 10-hour course on how to build the mega team of the future. Use coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first course now. RebusUniversity.com The majority of our listeners are real estate agents. We're about 75, 25 real estate agents and investors. Let me ask some specific questions that uh, people from, from agents from all companies might be interested in. And that is, can you give us some specifics about your team and how you have it set up? First, first of all, your, your goal is to do 200 units, right? How many units did you do in the last 12 months? I think last year there were, um, they did 165, 164. Okay, and, and, and on the show, we like to talk about ECI, which is Ego Commission Income. What was the Ego Commission Income for the team? How, how do you define Ego Commission Income? <laughs> Gross Commission Income, GCI. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was some new thing. That- <laughs> You're like, oh, no, another thing I got to track. <laughs> yeah, um, it was around two, uh, I think it was around two, 2.3 million. Okay, and then what was the net profit on the team? Net profit was little over a uh, little over seven fifty. Okay, so you have four people that are essentially managing it, and you have one point two five of expenses, or right, something like that, right? You said it was about two million bucks, right? Is what the yeah, it's, it's, yeah, no, probably more like one point five in total expenses. Okay, and I, and, I, and I consider you know all the commissions paid out, expenses, and right, yep. Yeah. And so, how how do you pay? How much of that one point five is being paid to Monica and the three other people? Uh, that's a good question. I would estimate probably about six hundred of it. Really. Yeah, and and that's, that's actually maybe more. Maybe it's it's probably more. That's salaries that, and bonuses. Yeah, so salaries are probably three fifty or four, and then bonuses, bonuses would probably be almost about that amount. So it'd be more in the seven day range, maybe and maybe closer to eight. So essentially, they make they make about ninety grand each, and they get about ninety grand in bonuses on average, based on the production. Well. If you were to average them all, yeah. yeah if no, you average them, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, and and is setting this up like what? What are these people's positions like? What? What are they called? What are they in charge of? So Monica's like the general manager, or the the CEO, or whatever. I don't even know if she has a title. One of them is is the listing specialist. Uh, one of them is our basically runs the the admin side of it, and then the other guy runs the sales side of it. And you've obviously been uh, incredible at hiring good people, right? You've 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 hired um, 
your replacement internationally. You've hired these four incredible people to run your team. You've you've hired people to uh, build a market center for 475 agents in it in less than 10 years. What's your key to success there? You know, um, I'm, I'm, I've always been really clear that I need talented people around me to be able to succeed. Um, and my goal is to always find people that are more talented than I am in, in the roles that they're going to be playing. So, so part of it is just having that as a standard. And then the other part is having a, a system for determining whether they are a right fit. And I'm you know, blessed to be in a company that's developed a, a great system that we now call career visioning that helps increase the likelihood of determining that, um, that someone's a good fit or not. And the last question, we'll wrap this up with Chris, is uh, are you investing currently and what are you investing in? Yes. And, and the second answer is real estate. Where? Uh, in in San Diego and in Austin, the two areas that I, I know the best. The two areas are the biggest bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that too. That too. Um, I, take a, um, I take a long-term uh, perspective on my real estate investment. So when I buy a property, I intend to, to keep it forever. Uh, yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, listen, Chris, thanks. Really. I really appreciate you taking time on your busy day, buddy. I know you got 8 million things going on. The Rockstar Nation appreciates you and I appreciate you and best of luck in all your future endeavors. And I'll be watching you, uh, keeping you accountable to your goals. Thanks so much. Pat, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.